With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. To the FF Faceoff, where fantasy football is debated. Here are your hosts from the East Coast who've never heard a bet they didn't like: Michael Hoff and Anthony Servino. All right, all right, all freaking right. Welcome back, everybody, to the FF Faceoff. This is a podcast proudly brought to you by Fantasy Football King. Behold the king, the king of kings. Where we are ready for some football. Uh, let's get ready to rumble! That's right, folks. I'm a little jazzed up. The time for talking is over. It is time for toe to meet ball. It is time for some football. Now, listen, really quick. Selfishly, I want to put this out there. Listen, we have all collectively battled something during this year, during this time. This year has absolutely blown chunks so hard. So in some form or fashion, you have earned tonight. If the season doesn't go more than a night, you've earned tonight. So I implore you, with all the drafting, with everything that we've done, be sure to embrace and enjoy the normalcy of NFL football. I am absolutely pumped. Most importantly, this is the FF Faceoff. This is a fantasy football podcast that is throwing down the gauntlet three, four, five times. Whoever cares how many times a week. We are ready to end 2020 for you on a positive note. Anthony always likes to say, this is this is this is the turn here. Anthony will describe that really. Um we're making we're turning around now. 2020 is gonna end on a positive note. It's starting with football tonight. It's gonna end with you winning a fantasy football championship by you tuning into us. 
Anthony, in case you can't tell, I'm a little amped up. My name is Michael Hoff. You can follow me on Twitter at the FF Realist. My partner in crime is one of the best fantasy rankers in all the land. Plans to do it again. No pressure. His name is Anthony Servino. He could be followed the real NFL guru. Anthony, I'm jacked up. So whatever tea you're drinking, it better have something in it. How you doing? Mike, I'm doing fantastic. But if this season does not go beyond tonight, I will probably jump off a bridge. I'm just saying we we deserve tonight. We do. We As I've tonight. said many times, 2020 is turning it around at the bye week, and that That's begins it. Thursday night football, uh, you know, just hours away. That's it. But just, again, embrace the night. Enjoy it. Listen, if you have Thursday night guys going against you, if they score some points and it pisses you off a little bit, just remember, it's football. We're here. It's happening. So let's hope that uh, travel goes well with all these teams. Let's hope everybody stays safe. And, uh, yeah, absolutely jazzed for tonight. Could not say it much more uh, without repeating myself. So, Anthony, listen, we're going to be previewing half of the week one slate of games here now. The other thing I want to mention before we get into today's show, if you watch yesterday's short show in which we did some NFL player props. Now, listen, if you like NFL player props, pause this show, shut off the show, Go and watch that first for you live viewers. Watch that NFL prop show before the game happens. You can go download Thrive Fantasy app right now. You could download that app. You could enter the promo code FACEOFF, F-A-C-E-O-F-F, and they will match your first deposit of up to $250. All you have to do there, all you're doing is you're picking 10 out of 20 Prop bets that they have listed there. And you see how it goes. It's all for tonight. And it's all points-based. You'll see some, some guys are higher if you pick over. Some guys are lower points if you pick under. It's a fantastic way to play. I've got some I've got some stake in the game tonight. So definitely download Thrive Fantasy. And again, use the promo code F-A-C-E-O-F-F now. You can get back to this show. It's free money, guys. It's free money. They free will money. match your deposit. If you're a first-time user, up to $250. If you use the promo code FACEOFF, like, my, like Mike said, go to ThriveFantasy.com. Download the, the Thrive Fantasy app in your app store. Go get your free money. Play some bets. Scared money don't make money, so you got to get in there. Jump on in again. It's free money, so it's a good time. It's even better. So there you go. Anthony... Um, I'd like to let some folks know that all of the spreads that we are going to be talking about today are coming from mybookie.com. Maybe we should hit them up and get something going. We'll see how that goes. But one thing I want to mention before we get into the games here, I noticed this today when I was putting some of the show notes together. Anthony, curious for your thoughts. And by the way, actually, selfishly, before I ask Anthony this question, if you have any questions on any of the games that we're going to talk about, or even any of the games that we're going to talk about tomorrow, Periscope is open right now. If you are watching live, you can ask a question. Anthony will answer it. Maybe he'll bring it up on air. There's also YouTube. If you're at YouTube, subscribe. And Twitch. Pedal to them. And Twitch. I always forget about the Twitch, folks. Ask those questions on Twitch, too. We'll be there as well. Um, I'm going to work that into my repertoire. But for now, so if you have questions, ask them. 
Anthony, really quick, I noticed something interesting. Not sure if you saw this. The Saints are still talking to the Louisiana state government to secure permission to play. Apparently, this is something that all teams have to do with their state, depending on what stage they're at in COVID. Um, basically, from what I read, the state at, in which New Orleans is in, or Louisiana, I should say, doesn't really permit for football to be played. So they're still working on it. One would imagine it'll get done. But, Anthony, any kind of cause for concern, and again, this, this game in particular is going to be on our show tomorrow. Um, listen, you were already worried about Mike Evans and the hamstring injury, which we'll get to tomorrow. Now you might have to worry about both freaking teams. Are you worried at all, or do you think, let it be, they'll figure it out? They're going to get it done. Everybody else okay. got it done. They're going to get it done. Louisiana, they love their Saints, New Orleans Saints. They'll be good to go. All right. Fair enough. Just just wanted to ask because I thought that was interesting and didn't see a lot of people talking about it on Twitter, so I wanted to bring that up. But, all right, Anthony, our quick trending topic of the day, if I may, is the Thursday night game. And, again, we'll be brief on this because some people are going to listen to this in podcast format tomorrow and the game will already be played, so no sense in wasting too much time on it. But – just curiosity thing, Anthony. Texans at the Chiefs. Chiefs are favored by nine and a half. The over-under is 53 and a half. Um, Brandon Cooks, by the way, if you're watching live, he's likely to be limited if he plays. So keep that in mind. Um, keep players out of your flex position, of course. But Anthony, is I'll I'll preface I'll I'll ask it this way. I think this is the best way to ask it. Is there any way in which you see the Chiefs not winning tonight? I mean, unless they fall flat on their face. The last time these two teams played, we know that Houston jumped off to a lead, and the rest was history. And you know, Kansas City did what they had to do. But in the regular season, I believe Houston did win this game. Kansas City is coming off of the Super Bowl. I do not anticipate a Super Bowl hangover. It's Patrick Mahomes. It's Arrowhead Stadium, Arrowhead Pride. We're good to go. I'm all in on the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, it'll be curious to see this first game, too. And guys, um, don't get cute. Take Brandon Cooks out of your lineup. If he yeah. is active, I'm hearing, I'm reading that Brandon Cooks is going to be on a pitch count. So, uh, you know, don't even, it's week one. Put somebody else in. And this is how much I want to implore before we get into the rest of the week one games, actually. Because, Anthony, you bring that up, and it's a great idea to bring this to mind. Anthony, as you know, I drafted Will Fuller in my home league. And I absolutely bashed him all season, all offseason, because I said he's hard to trust. Well, he's healthy this week. You know he's healthy this week. Nothing's wrong leading into this week. He's good to go. So if you have Will Fuller in this matchup, I highly suggest playing Will Fuller. This is coming from the biggest detractor of Will Fuller from redraft standpoint all summer long. I am telling you, he is in my lineup tonight, ready to go. So especially if Brandon Cooks is limited or not going to play, I know Randall Cobb will have a presence, Kenny Stills, so on and so forth. But, man, Will Fuller, sky's the limits tonight. I – even if he doesn't get a ton of yards, which isn't Fuller's game, which we discussed on the player prop at show, Anthony, 
he's gonna I I feel it in my bones the man's gonna score a touchdown. So just whatever. Keep that in mind. That's uh, I guess maybe that's more of my recommendation than anything else. But don't get cute with your draft. If you drafted a guy, you drafted him for a reason. Play him. That's if he should be playing, he should be playing. Anthony, with all that being said, are we ready to get into the rest of the show? Yeah, I was ready five minutes ago. Let's do it. Game straight. All right. I like that answer. All right. Week one. Let's get into it. All right. Week one. It felt, I'm not going to lie. When I was doing the show notes, Anthony, it felt so good to just type in week one. It, it absolutely like, did. It's like it's happening, man. It's happening. So first game that we're going to discuss again, we're going to give you guys seven games today. We'll give you the other eight tomorrow. First one on the docket that we're going to discuss is the Philadelphia Eagles headed to the Washington football team. Eagles are favored by six and over under 43. Two things to note here. Jalen Rieger has been upgraded to full practice today. Uh, He was doing some individual drills. He was upgraded to full today. Miles Sanders remains limited with a hamstring injury. Um, which I guess that's the upper that's the upper leg situation thing we got going on there, or lower leg, whatever. Anthony. So in regards to Miles Sanders, let's skew this more towards Boston Scott because I think you I think you and I will both agree there's no instance as of right now in which you're sitting down Miles Sanders based on the news that we have. But you being a Boston Scott guy, if you're a Boston Scott supporter, if you own Boston Scott stock. And you see this news that Miles Sanders is still limited on the Thursday before the first game of the season. Are you considering playing Boston Scott in any flex sort of situation? Well, number one, uh, yes, there was a report on Miles Sanders saying that he could be on a pitch count uh, this Sunday. You still got to put him in your in your lineup uh, mm-hmm. unless it's absolutely positively confirmed that you know he's going to be like an emergency back. You know, even Miles Sand- Sanders limited fifteen touches. He's a big playmaker. He doesn't really need a lot to pop one off. So Miles Sanders, you're going to start Miles Sanders yeah. as far as Boston Scott. I love the matchup against the Washington Redskins. Now, uh, they gave up last season, for what it's worth, the fourth most points to the running back position. It's a different year. It's Ron Rivera, uh, outstanding front seven. Still, they're not going to improve overnight. They didn't have the offseason to gel together. So a lot of these new talents and the new Ron Rivera system, it's going to take a little bit to get going. This is an instance where you want to start – uh, Boston Scott and Miles Sanders. I, if, you know, obviously not if you're on the same team. But if you're a Miles Sanders owner, you're starting him. If you're a Boston Scott owner, you're probably going to put him in the flex. Like if you have Boston Scott and Brandon Cooks, put Boston Scott in your flex mm. over Brandon another, Cooks. Another another thing to keep in mind here for me is Deshaun Jackson. Depending on the team in which you drafted. Um, if maybe say you went running back heavy and there's an instance in which you can be starting to Sean Jackson tonight. I mean, not tonight. I apologize for this weekend. He's a guy to consider again. This is Deshaun Jackson is the only player in football in each of the last two years. And again, this is based on DraftKings scoring. Cause as you guys know, I'm doing the DraftKings column for gridiron experts, which will be out on the same day as Anthony's sleeper column. So you can check that out. That'll be tomorrow. Right. Anthony, that drops, I believe. Yes, it will. At some, at some point, 
of the day. So, um, but yeah, here's the thing, man. Deshaun Jackson is the only player in the NFL to finish in the top five in scoring, not at his position overall throughout the league. Now, only player to finish top five in, in, in the last two years in week one. He's looking is, for the hat trick this year. Not only do I like Deshaun Jackson, but this is also a Deshaun Jackson revenge game. Oh, take a drink. All right. My favorite part of the show. Ah, revenge yeah, game. So good. That whiskey tasted a little more different this time around because of the revenge game narrative. So there you go. Um, but yeah, and by the way, last year when he had that epic game, it was also against Washington. And also, by the way, Anthony, they started recording football numbers at DraftKings in 2013. Last year, I mean, last year was the biggest week one outing of Deshaun Jackson's career to the point where they started monitoring the numbers back in 2013 in DraftKings. Biggest game he's had since that time. Biggest, uh, you know, week one performance. Or biggest any performance, actually, I apologize. Biggest performance period was week one last year. Dating back to 2013. So, DraftKings would be PPR format. So, anyway, Anthony... We're gonna fire up the. Uh, we're, we're gonna fire up Carson Wentz too. I figure if you draft him, you're playing him. That's the sort of that's the sort of thing you need to remember with Week One. If you drafted a player to start, he's starting. Barring injury, barring something catastrophic, he's starting. Now, Anthony, I want to ask you about because this is something that I think would lend a little bit more question to it. Uh, the the running back situation in Washington. Um, I'm a big Antonio Gibson guy. I have a, I have a, I have a few shares of them. Some of them I'm starting them in because there's a way to maneuver them in. Oh, by the way, Anthony, quick, actually, breaking news. Let me jump in here. I apologize. Um, Cortland Sutton went down with an injury today at practice with a shoulder injury. So there's some good news. The MRI for Cortland Sutton showed that nothing was broken. AC joint sprain. So if you're watching and you're a Cortland Sutton guy, you saw that news right around uh, 3 o'clock or so, nothing is broken in regards to Cortland Sutton's shoulder. Just an AC joint sprain. We will get to the rest of that game tomorrow. But, Anthony, uh, you can feel free to comment on that in your answer here. But Washington backfield, you're a J.D. McKissick guy, listed number one on the depth chart. Any interest there, or is this more so let's just see what this backfield does in week one? I think this is a wait-and-see scenario with the Washington backfield. And, yes, J.D. McKissick is listed at, as a starter for what it's worth, but I also believe he's the tenured veteran of the group. Um, if you're in a deep league and you have J.D. McKissick, and, and I'm not saying like a 16-team league. I'm saying like you know I play in leagues with 32 teams. You might have to start J.D. McKissick. So if you're in that type of a scenario, I, I would roll him out there absolutely in PPR because that's what he does as a PPR pass catching specialist. Now, by the way, we didn't get to this yet, and this will be the last time we'll probably talk about Washington before week one because we'll do the second slate of games tomorrow. Anthony, are we doing a bet on who will have more fantasy points between Antonio Gibson and? And J.D. McKissick. Are you prepared to lose that bet? 
Yeah. Was that something I, I, I discussed? You, we were texting privately about that. So now I'm calling you out live on air. You want to you wanna mull on it? Because I know you're probably wrong, so you want to think about it. I'll, I'll take that. We have a couple bets already in the dock. I'm going to take it. Just on a hunch, I'm going to roll it out there. Good. You go on a hunch, and I'll go on just I know it's going to happen. Well, it sounds to me like you got um, a couple of bookies. Now, um, we'll do what? You want to do half point, full point? I'm not doing the standard on this. So. PPR. Full point? Yes. We do everything uh, PPR, Mike. You're going to get freaking blasted on this bet. Okay. okay. Um, anything else to discuss here with the Eagles or the Redskins? With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. By the way, Ertz was talking to reporters today. Uh, didn't sound entirely optimistic about a contract extension. Wants to stay in Philadelphia. Anthony, I mean, we've both been saying this. They have Dallas Goddard. There's not necessarily a need to pay out the nose for Zach Ertz. We'll see how that goes. But anything else, at least as far as this Sunday on the field, that you feel is worth mentioning between the Washington football team and the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, well, we're obviously going to put Zach Ertz out there, but as far as like a like a Dallas Goddard, he's another player I would want in my starting lineup uh, if you're a Dallas Goddard uh, fantasy owner. Now, lastly, and then we'll go to the next game, I mentioned at the top of this preview that Jalen Rieger was upgraded to full today. Is there a scenario in which you could see yourself starting Jalen Rieger this game? Again, I mentioned how, you Why know, not? I mentioned Deshaun Jackson went off last year. There, Alshon Jeffrey's not playing until about week seven. This is one of so. those games. Again, I do expect this Washington defense to improve with Ron Rivera and the new pieces that they've added. But it's not going to happen in week one coming off yeah. this type of offseason. This is a game where you're going to start – all of your Eagles, if you have them. This is a, and by the way, this is a juicy DFS matchup. If I don't, uh, if I don't say so myself. So, you know, last year, that, uh, you know, on Goddard, week 15, 10 and a half points uh, against Washington, uh, finished as a tight end 10. That was at the end of the season. And then in mm. week one, re- really didn't do much last year, but. Right, right, right. All right, Anthony, let's get to the next game. Here comes trouble for all the haters. Here it comes. The Miami Dolphins are shipping up the boss, and they are taking on the New England Patriots in Foxborough. The Patriots are favored. The Cam Newton-led Patriots are favored by 6.5 points. The over-under is 43.5. 
Worth noting here that Julian Edelman is limited in practice today with a little bit of a knee issue. Uh, doesn't appear to be any concern for the game. But, Anthony, to me, this is the coming out party for Cam Newton. This is a team, by the way, the Dolphins, they did a lot of work this offseason. Um, good work. They had, I, I believe they had one of the better drafts of the teams in the NFL. Top five, I would say for sure. Um, but much like you mentioned with Ron Rivera, changing the culture, changing the way in which they play there, it's going to take a little bit of time to get all this together. I think Cam Newton goes off this week. I think he has a great week. Um, there was reports there that New England believes that he can run. And to the haters on Twitter, yeah, I like I like Coach Speak when it fits my narrative. Whatever. I don't care. At least I could admit it. Um, give it to me, Anthony. What do you think about Cam Newton in week one? Because to me, with no Tua, because Ryan Fitzpatrick is starting, I feel like all eyes are on Cam Newton here in his Patriots debut. What says you? What, what are we going to start Cam Newton? You're absolutely going to start Cam Newton. Uh, you know, if you drafted Cam, just like you said about Carson Wentz, you're going to put him out there because you drafted him believing you're going but to what get you, the old Cam Newton. But what do you expect? Okay. And, th and that's fine. And that's true. But what are you expecting is more so what I'm asking. <sighs> I think Give he has a shot to finish as a quarterback. One, it's home. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. a plus matchup against Miami. Um, but this Brian Flores defense, I'm extremely optimistic. Now, this is a team that also added some talent, especially you know at the linebacker position in the secondary of Byron Jones. Um, Cam's going to have to do work with his legs in this game. Yes, I think this is going to be one of those games that wouldn't surprise me if Miami came out and won this game in week one. But it doesn't mean Cam can't give you a solid QB1 performance. I do see him finishing as a back-end quarterback one. Yeah, because let's not forget. Now, while we, we, well, go I, got a, I got a deep sleeper pick. Okay. Cam Newton. And, you know, if this is in – if you're playing prop bets – FanDuel, my bookie, wherever you do it, yeah. Demir Bird is going to score a touchdown this week. Cam Newton played with Demir Bird in Carolina. Demir Bird's the only speed receiver New England has, and I could see him taking some shots. Yeah, I could see that too. Wow, Anthony. Um, so Cam Newton, and we'll see what happens. I, again, I could talk about Cam Newton for days, but we'll leave it at that. It will be interesting to see the debut. With all the with all the discussion about Cam Newton, warranted or not, you almost kind of forget that daily fantasy darling and Harvard grad, Harvard alum Ryan Fitzpatrick is starting on the other end of the sideline this weekend uh, with the Miami Dolphins. So, what now? Here's the thing, man. I bring this up like this because you know some people draft a quarterback you know, a top quarterback with the intention of starting, you know, Carson Wentz or, you know, what happened? Tom Brady, whatever. A lot of people wait very long on quarterback, though, and even so long and leagues may even be deep enough where you might be in a position where maybe you play Ryan Fitzpatrick. Would you be interested in playing Ryan Fitzpatrick in week one against this Patriots team? Probably not. Okay. I mean, wow. I'm not totally out on it. Uh, now, 
Last year, week 17, Ryan Fitzpatrick went ballistic, 320 yards, one touchdown, 24.3 fantasy points, finished as the quarterback three. Um, I'm not sure if that was home or on the road. But, you the know, last, if you're... The if you're, last game they played over, I'm yeah, sorry. week 17 against New England. That, was, that, was, that, was, that, was, that was in New England. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you have to, in a super flex, maybe DFS, you want to take a shot. But if you're in a single quarterback league, um, you're not starting Ryan Fitzpatrick. Okay. Just put it out there. Um, so Because that's the one thing. As much as New England lost in that defense, most of it, was in the front seven. Their secondary remains one of the best in the league. And they also brought in Adrian Phillips from the formerly of the Los Angeles Chargers. What about some of these weapons here on Miami's side of the ball? Um, you know, Devontae Parker, you drafted him, you're starting. That's one of those guys who falls into that category that we keep talking about. But other guys, Preston Williams, is that more? Uh, and I'm, I'm going to phrase it in, in these three guys, and then you can give me your take. Preston Williams, are, is that more of a watch and see um, see what he gives you? Because, again, you probably didn't draft him to start him. Um, then the other two I want to go to, Matt Breida, Jordan Howard, running backs. Um, your interest in starting any one of those three, all of them, none of them, what are your thoughts? As far as Devontae Parker – Mm -hmm. I'm in on Devontae Parker. As you said, you're going to start him. Jordan Howard, the last time he played New England was back in 2018. Had a pretty good outing. Uh, eight for a buck 37. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Uh, 12 for 39 and a touchdown. 10.8 uh, fantasy points. Sorry, I was looking at Devontae Parker with that stat line. But you're touchdown reliant. If you're playing Jordan Howard against New England in New England, you also have to factor in Breida. If I had to start one of those two running backs, I probably like Breida more because he's the pass catching back and he'll bring you a higher floor. As much as New England lost on that front seven, and I do anticipate regression, I need to see it. Yeah. You know, this um, week one's going to be a, 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 a tell all for me what, what we're going to get out of that New England defense. Mike Gusecki dealing with a uh, bit of a glute issue, uh, a, a, a hiney issue. He has a pain will. in the ass, Mike. He's Let's a pain call in the ass. He has well, a pain in the ass. I thought hiney sounds funny, but if you want to call it pain in the ass, it's fine. <laughs> um, just one time, Roto World, I want to see you put hiney there instead of glute. But anyway, Mike Gusecki is dealing with an issue. Um, he remains limited on Thursday. Now, there hasn't been any concern expressed that he's not going to be able to go in week one. Um, they still expect him to have a workload. Anthony, we've heard a lot about, you know, the Chan Gailey factor. Um, Gasecki probably playing in the slot a bunch as well. With this report, I mean, obviously we'll wait and see until Sunday. You have that luxury. Uh, you, you can afford that luxury. But would you be hesitant to start Mike Gasecki based on some of these reports now? No, if he's playing, he's good to go. And I'm going okay. to confidently roll out Mike Kosecki. You know, if this guy is active, you're going to play him. Again, and, and, and that changes if they say, okay, he's going to be limited. He's going to be on a snap count. Anything with the Patriots offense to discuss, it doesn't have to do with Cam Newton. I mean, James White, James White's yeah. the guy I want. Um, yeah. You know, you could be put Sony Michelle in there. There's a little bit more clarity in that backfield without Lamar Miller. Damian Harris is on IR. So at least from right now, 
it's Sony Michelle. It's James White, and you're going to start them both in this matchup. Asiasi is a guy I'd like to keep an eye on, by the way. I'm just going to put the tight that end. Out there. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you, you're, I, I believe they announced that Ryan Izzo would start, but to me, Asiasi is the guy that I am watching. I think that's a waiver wire guy at some point. Maybe you can get ahead of the curve and sneak in and get him. Not not right now, not this instant. But, you know, if you see a flash of something in week one uh, that provides some sort of optimism, maybe you can get ahead of the curve and pick him up. But I'm keeping an eye on that. Uh, obviously not starting him. As if, far Edelman, as... if Edelman plays, he starts. For yeah, me. Edelman's going to be out there. I'm fading Keel Harry. I do not want any piece of Keel Harry. The only other receiver outside of Julian Edelman that I'm starting is Demir Bird. Yeah, and, it, and, and that's again, that's a deep league play. That's a deep. That's league a play, DFS yeah. play. Yes, it is. Um, Nikhil Harry falls under the Preston Williams sort of category for me in in the fact that I'd like to see what they do. No, no, Preston I... Williams, you could put him out there. I like him in PPR. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, Preston Williams in the eight games that he played last yeah. year as an undrafted free agent looks more like the first round pick that in keel harry was right but i'm basing that upon the lineup that you probably drafted preston williams probably isn't the guy that cracks your starting lineup okay That's what, if, what, what, if, what if you have debo samuel and preston williams and well, debo then, sits there, sure. there you go then fine fair enough you got me all right so uh, there you go and before and, yeah what before we what move on because we're done with this game Yes, sir. Uh, we do have a question from because I, I'm going to say we're going to our next game is probably going to be the Jets, right? The Jets Bills. And we have a question uh, from, I do, believe, YouTube from Mark Andretti. Le'Veon Bell he- or Devin Singletary in the flex PPR. I'm going to tell you, Le'Veon Bell, I think he has a higher floor in a PPR scoring format because of his uh, pass catching ability. I don't trust Devin Singletary. I don't know what that backfield is going to give us from the Buffalo Bills. I'm going to first ask, is it any relation to Mario Andretti? No, and I don't even know if I said the last name right. Well, it would be cool if he was. That's all. Um, Anyway, but yeah, all, all jokes aside, I can't go with Singletary right now. Based on the camp that he had, I thought his ADP, especially considering the camp he had and the threat of Zach Moss behind him, I thought his ADP in some of these redraft leagues was absurd. Um, No, um, I would be starting. I would hate to be in that position to pick one of them, but if I had to, it would be Le'Veon Bell. That would be the guy I would go with. Um, Anthony, do you have any other questions in regards to this uh, from social media, or should we get into it? No, let's get into it. All right, Jets at the Bills. The Buffalo Bills are favored by seven. This over-under is at 39 and a half, which is pretty gross. Um, Denzel Mims has been downgraded to limited on Thursday. Um, Anthony, you know, again, so Devin Singletary was brought up, and you said you would go with Lev Bell over Devin Singletary, which which I wholeheartedly agree with. Is there a situation at all? in which you're starting Devin Singletary, or do you want nothing to do with him? Because unless you're in the deepest of deepest leagues, the abyss league, you should not have to start Devin Singletary, in my opinion. There must be a way. There must be a way to beat the system. I have a zero shares of Devin Singletary this year. I had zero shares of Devin Singletary last year. Yep. 
just one of those guys. I, I, I wasn't sold on him, even though the opportunity is there. I, I'm just but not it, sold. And he had an offseason, a training right. camp to forget. They like Zach Moss. I, I think they even brought in Lamar Miller for a visit just in case. They have TJ Yeldon buried on that depth chart. So, uh, you know. But but I'm saying, I, I know you have no shares. But for someone who does, is there any way in which you could see yourself starting Devin Singletary? If in you week drafted one? Devin Singletary, you probably drafted him as an RB two or a flex, and you might have Ooh. to start him. It's the Ooh. matchup. Let me tell you something: the Jets' run defense, extremely underrated last year. It could be a tough go for Bills running backs. I'm going to put out a PSA right now. If you drafted Devin Singletary, and if you're listening to this show, and you and if you think that there is any situation that you have to start him this weekend, I want you to personally DM me. I'm, I'm, I'm not even going to put this on Anthony. I want you to DM me at the FF Realist. Give me your roster, and you and I will work collectively together to find a way that you will not start Devin Singletary in week one. That is my mission statement to you. I'm here to help you guys. I'm up at all hours of the night. If you have Devin Singletary and if you think you need to start him, DM me your lineup. We can work it out, as the Beatles would say. Anthony, to flip the coin there on the Buffalo Bills backfield, Devin Singletary, we already discussed him. Zach Moss, because Zach Moss, again, he had a good camp. Yeah, I I described it. I was on the uh, the the British Ballers podcast uh, last weekend, which was a which was a fantastic show. Can't say enough nice things about them there. But I mentioned that Zach Moss basically kicked down the door, and unlike Marlon Mack, you know, like Marlon Mack had the opportunity to to keep Jonathan Taylor off the field for as long as he can. Devin Singletary is doing himself no favors to keep Zach Moss off the field here. Any interest in playing Zach Moss? Yeah, Zach you know, Moss I would rather. That's put, not a guy that you drafted. That's not a guy you drafted to potentially be a starter for your team. You probably got him later on for a bench play. Yeah, I think you could put Zach Moss. I'm, I'm more confident, I think, in Zach Moss and Devin Singletary this week. But again, this is one of those situations. If you have a Boston Scott, I might rather put Boston Scott in over both of those Bills running backs until I see this mm. backfield unfold. You know what? I'll go with you there only because Miles Sanders, the the reports of Miles Sanders doesn't sound like he's a uh, full unequivocal go. So I won't place a bet there, but I almost felt compelled with the Zach Moss there. But all right. Um, Again, listen. Devin Singletary only played in one game last season, I believe, against the Jets. Had a you know decent line, four for 70 on the ground, five for 28 receiving. Uh, you know, a solid line of PPR, you know, right around 10, 12 points. By the way, if you're watching on but Periscope, he didn't have YouTube, any competition. There was no Zach Moss. Well, there was Frank Gore, and Frank Gore is the first power Whoa. Hall of Famer. If Whoa. if you're watching on Periscope, if you're watching Frank on Gore. Periscope oh. or YouTube, Whoa. and if you can hear me over Anthony's moaning and groaning, uh, I hope I, I hope you enjoy the green and red Christmas colors on our show. Getting hot over here. If I was another, if I was an opposing defender, I'd be sweating over 37 year old Frank Gore. Uh, you ought to be. He's the first bout Hall of Famer. Oof. Learn to respect your elders. Um, listen, um, so this should be a big game for Josh Allen, right? Um, Stefan Diggs, you draft Stefan Diggs, you put Stefan Diggs out there. This could be a nice game for him. I'm very curious to see how that connection works. Um, on the Jets side of things, Anthony, I 
I'm not interested in starting any member of the Jets except for one player. Um, and no, it's not Chris Herndon. I like Chris Herndon, but I don't think this is the game for him. I still love Jamison Crowder. Anthony, Jamison Crowder, by the way, had 122 targets last year, right? I believe he was one of 16 players with over 116 targets, that being wide receivers. Did you know, you probably didn't, but 22% of his targets came against the Buffalo Bills. I did, the because Buffalo- in week one, he had about 17. He did, and then he had uh, another, I forget, another eight or so or something around there, something something or another. He had a lot in the second matchup, too. And by the way, Sam Darnold played in both of those games, and Sam Darnold will be the quarterback, obviously, this weekend, unless he smooches with somebody too much and contracts a model between now and kickoff. Now, but he- I'm, I'm, I, I'm saying that I'd be okay if you're in a full point format ppr format i'm okay with putting jameson crowder out there i'm I'm all in on jameson crowder i like jameson crowder i might toy with the idea if you're in a bind putting chris herndon out there and obviously Le'Veon bell on that side on buffalo side stefan diggs i I think you can start all the wide receivers um you know john brown stefan diggs i like them both in this matchup you put josh allen out there i'm just a little bit worried because that jets run defense is actually really really good Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Good. And yeah, sure. They don't have CJ Mosley this year. They didn't have him last year either. But that secondary in New York, extremely weak. And I think we see a very good um, game out of Allen and, and those wide receivers. All right. Now, we yeah, have re- revenge game narratives all over oh. the place. Okay, what is this? Just for what it's worth. Chris Hogan, right? Frank Gore. There's two. And and this is one of those games, folks. Last year, week one, in Buffalo, the New York Jets came within a point of winning this game. If there is an upset special to be had, it's this game. If you're in a survivor pool, stay away from this game. Oh, yeah, don't touch. Mm-mm. No mas. No, no good. Um, Anthony, I'm going to have to probably get some more Jameson in case you do some more revenge games on me. But let's get to the next game. We don't have any questions on, on social media, right? No, I guess not. Okay, I, I, I'll I'll let you guys know. By the way, even if you guys are listening to this show, like say you're listening and it's Friday morning and you're listening, we're gonna record the second slate of the games on Friday afternoon. So if you have Twitch, if you go on YouTube, if you're on Twitter, if you decide, hey, I want to get involved in the action, I want to ask a question, show up when we record. We usually try and go sometime around five thirty p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So. We're here to help you guys, you guys who you're loyal listeners to the podcast format. We're here to help you too. So feel free to comment or, you know what? DM us your questions too. Actually, Anthony, we'd be all about that as well. Um, again, Anthony's at the real NFL guru. I'm at the FF realist. Just want to, I, I can't emphasize enough that we do this to help you guys out. We love what we do, but we do it to help you. Let's get to the next game. Green Bay Packers 
your defending NFC North champions, and Anthony, what you believe to be the soon-to-be former NFC North champions, they are headed to Minnesota to take on the Vikings. Um, Vikings are favored by two and a half. I assume that's more so just because of the home team. The over-under is 45. Anthony, I'm going to let you start whatever you want while I go get some Jameson on whatever fantasy aspect you want on this game. I'll just tell you this before I get up. I am going to go with the Packers winning this game, and I'm going to go with the under. And, and I'll leave the floor to you. Yeah, you know, I also like Green Bay in this game. I'm also going to take the under in this game. But let's take it to a, a fantasy perspective, and let's start with Kirk Cousins. Um this is Dalvin Cook's offense. This offense is going to revolve around Dalvin Cook as long as he's healthy. Um, so as long as Dalvin Cook is healthy and good to go, I do not anticipate a big passing outing from Kirk Cousins. He's a player that I want to sit if you have him uh, on your team. Right, Mike? Kirk Cousins, yeah, I would not be interested in playing Kirk Cousins. I, I love this Green Bay defense. Yeah, um, they were young last year. They played well. They're just going to keep getting them better and better as they continue to grow together. Uh, so this is going to be a defensive matchup. Yeah, do do not. I understand the last time we saw Green Bay, I understand they got dismantled by the 49ers in the NFC Championship, but. Don't let that confuse you and make you think that this defense is not good. Like Anthony just said, this is a good defense. And and this this is why we're taking the under on this one. Um, I think Thielen has an impact in this game. I wanted to ask you, do you think the tight ends for Minnesota have any sort of fantasy impact here? Cal Rudolph and Irv Smith or, you know, I know you mentioned Dalvin Cook, of course, and I think I think you'd be starting Adam Thielen, of course, Anthony. But anything beyond that, I know you said Kirk Cousins no go. What about the tight ends? Uh, you know, any interest? Not really. I know that's a deep not dive. Really. I know that's that you got to be in a deep league. Not to be really. No, I don't have okay. any interest in these tight ends whatsoever in your traditional leagues. Yeah. You know, the okay. last time out. Kyle Rudolph in both of those games, uh, one for seven and three for nine. Yeah. Now, and you know, I, even Irv Smith, I know a lot of people are expecting a big jump from Irv Smith, but I, I need to see it first. Like you shouldn't be drafting Kyle Rudolph and Irv Smith to start him. Yeah. People have been expecting the Irv Smith breakout since his rookie year. Those guys have been standing. That's like the, um, you know, like when like a sneaker would go on sale and everybody would wait online or for concert tickets, the Irv Smith supporters, they've been waiting there for days. Those are the ones with the sleeping bags on the sidewalk. They're just waiting for that breakout season. They've been there for a long time. They probably need to oh, shower. I mean, Irv it's Smith not coming. was a rookie last year. So. Well, I'm just saying they've been waiting for a long time. They've been waiting since last year. And then it's not going to come this year either. Spoiler alert. What? I was going to say the rookie from last year that looks like could potentially break out this year is my guy B.C. Johnson over your guy Justin oh, Jefferson. Fuck's sake shoot me in the face no that's not no that's not that's not the case it'll be fine okay mm. all right do you want to do a bet you want to do a ppr bet who has a better year bc johnson or justin jefferson yep okay lock it in, lock it in. you better lock it up you're the one who you writes it, it down it it we already have a lock justin jefferson bet against my guy anthony miller so but i'll take yeah, this bc that one's gonna be a problem the bc one i feel good about um, easy bc mike easy <laughs> bc uh-huh, that's great. You got a nickname. That's cute. <laughs> um, so uh the Packers. Now, I want to just put this out there. Um, 
AJ Dillon, pump the brakes on that a little bit. I mean, they're saying that Jamal Williams is still the guy in front of him. AJ Dillon has to show that he can catch passes in this offense. Um, Aaron Jones had said he's working on a contract extension with the Packers for what that's worth. Um, so obviously Aaron Jones, you're putting him out there. Um, Jamal Williams, I don't think you have a need to put him out there, depending on how you drafted your team, perhaps, but we shall see. Um, Devontae Adams, of course, blah, blah, blah. Aaron Rodgers. I'm and I and forgive me, Anthony. I don't know if you mentioned him when I got up earlier. Is this a game to play Aaron Rodgers? No, I did not mention Aaron Rodgers. But if you look the last time these two teams played, uh, Aaron Rodgers didn't really do much. Neither did, did Kirk Cousins. Uh, the first matchup back in September, Aaron Rodgers, 22 for 34, 209 yards, two touchdowns. I was telling people at points this year, Aaron Rodgers in fantasy football is only being drafted because of his name. And uh, I still kind of feel that way. I, I do not want to play Aaron Rodgers in this matchup, especially in Minnesota. Any other players in this matchup to mention, or are you ready to move on? Um, I think we can move on, right? Yeah, sure. But by the way, also, I like to, again, I, I'm just trying to hammer home to the listeners. If we go past the game and we start another game, if you have a question about anybody on the Packers or the Vikings, the floor is still yours. You could still ask that question. We're more than happy to go back to that. So just trying to show how accommodating we are, Anthony. Um, the next game, we will go from an NFC North matchup to an AFC South matchup. The Indianapolis Colts, now led by Phillip Rivers and that uh, daunting offensive line, they're going to be going to Jacksonville to take on Minshew Mania 2. Now, for what it's uh, worth, yes, buddy. Uh, Quentin Nelson, I believe, did not practice with a back injury, so that's something that's to true. monitor uh, the best interior offensive lineman in the NFL. Still a fantastic offensive line, but yes, uh, still something worth noting. Absolutely. And Anthony's probably favorite offensive lineman in all of football. I think that's safe to say, Anthony. I think I'll speak for you on that one. Um, so, all right. Indianapolis is favored by eight. The over-under is 45. I think this game hits the over, and I don't think the Colts cover. I think the Colts will win, but I don't think they cover. I think Jacksonville does the garbage time thing and keeps it close later on. Um, but that being said, I love Minshew. If you've got Minshew, you start Minshew. I'm, I, I, I'm saying it in this really? game. I, I believe in Minshew mania. I truly do. I believe in the rushing ability. I believe that he will be, I, I think it's kind of bold to say he's going to lead the team in rushing, but I think he could be number two in rushing. As far as rushing yards. Now, the I, last I, time I, yeah. these two teams played, Gardner Minshew went absolutely ballistic, 27 of 39. Three touchdowns, one pick, added, uh, you know, seven yards on the ground, over 27 and a half fantasy points, depending on where you play. I get it, mm -hmm. but you're going to start him in, in, in single quarterback? I, I can't I sign would. off on that. I can I sign off in super flex. I'll certainly sign off on uh, at the DFS at his price. Mm -hmm. But this Colts defense is one of those sleeper defenses this year, Mike. They've been building I, I, around this defense uh, for have. a long time. I know they have. I know they have. And they they, they did a good job doing so. Um, you know, we, we always talk about the other end of, of, of the Niners getting that 13th overall pick. Well, the Colts got a pretty good guy, too, for that defensive line. who's going to do some damage. 
Um, I, again, this is more just a gut feeling, man. I'm telling you, I love Minshew this week, and I'm just going to say it, okay? I'm not going to place a bet on it. I'm just going to say it out loud, Anthony, and we'll see if I'm right or not. I think Minshew is a top 12 quarterback in week one. That's what I'm going with. It can certainly happen, but That's again. My story and I'm sticking to it. But again, they added on the Colts. Mm-hmm. Xavier Rhodes, he's not the same player as he was from the Minnesota Vikings, but he's an extremely talented player. They drafted a couple of guys, Rocky Sin, entering his second year at a temple. So, yeah. I, I, like I said, this is going to be an improved Colts defense, not to mention your guy, DeForest Buckner, Justin yep. Houston, Darius Leonard's healthy, Anthony Walker. So, this is a sleeper defense in fantasy. Uh, if they're not out there, if they're on the waiver wire, keep an eye on them. Before we go to the Colts sides of things, and we and we will, obviously, because there is stuff to discuss there, let's keep it with Jacksonville. Uh, we've already discussed quarterback. I maintain I would start him in a one-quarterback league. You would more so, you know, two-quarterback, super flex, DFS, potentially sort of thing, perhaps right idea. Um, but what about the other weapons there in Jacksonville? I mean, what are we making of this running back position, Anthony? Is it? And I'll put it to you this way: Is this another one of those situations that we've mentioned a few times in which we're standing back and watching to see what happens, or are you jumping in and maybe starting one of these guys? There are two guys I'm keeping an eye on, and okay. really, there's only two guys left: Davino Zingbo, who had a lot of hype, was placed on injured reserve. Raquel Armstead is long gone. It seems like. You have Chris Thompson, who's probably going to be the primary uh, receiving back. You could put him out there in PPR. And they have James Robinson, the rookie, who looks like he's going to be the guy in between the tackles. They also signed Dari Agumbawale yeah. today. But who probably won't it's really those, those, those other two, Robinson and Chris Thompson. Mm-hmm. I think you could put them both out there. Yeah. But I feel okay. more confident in Chris Thompson. He has the higher floor. Uh, I think Robinson's going to get going a little bit on the ground. Uh, he'll get the touches, but can he deliver? Again, tough matchup, especially with Darius Leonard healthy. DJ Shark for me, obviously, if I'm starting Minshew, and you know I'm high on Shark, I'm all about starting Shark as well. Anthony, any other receivers for this Jacksonville Jaguars team you're looking to start in week one? Chris Conley. Okay. I don't know. You know, if you need a deep play, mm-hmm. if you were playing DFS, you want a cheap stack with Gardner or Conley, put him out there. By the way, Conley is a guy, Anthony, as long as you mentioned Conley, he's probably not. We should. I'm sorry. I don't have the roster percentages in front of me. I'll, I'll do a better job of podcast hosting and. I'll have those next time. But I got to imagine that his roster percentage probably is a that high so maybe i might conley, be the only one in the industry in on chris conley you might be but i'm just saying that for the folks at home maybe this maybe you can view this almost a, a, as an audition of sorts um you know for chris conley now anthony before we get to the indianapolis colts i didn't ask at the top of the show what are you eating tonight for the game i'm making a uh a little bit of a um you call it uh, stir fry, chicken, a little bit of rice, vegetable, broccoli. Keeping it clean, Mike. Okay, I'll well, be a I'm, pig on Sunday. I'm going to keep it absolutely filthy, and I'm going to call my local pizzeria because we know that New York pizza is better than New Jersey pizza. And I'm going right. to order right. a pie. I'm going to order you, a pie. You lost all of your credibility with that line. Nah, I got plenty of credibility, dude. Don't even come <laughs> here with that. I'm going to order myself a bacon pizza. 
a bacon mm. pizza is going in that belly for that game on that TV. There you go. Um, all right. So let's get back to it. We've got we've got the Colts to talk about. Then we've got two more games to talk about anything. Then we'll be done today. Indianapolis Colts, my friend. Philip Rivers is Philip Rivers. He's probably not a guy you're starting. Um, but interesting to watch, no? I mean, what what do we make of this Colts situation? And listen, we'll get to running back last because we know that that's what everybody wants to talk about with the Colts. They all want to talk about Jonathan Taylor. But, Anthony, what's ballsy? You said that's ballsy Julia. What did Julia say? She would bet Conley outscores Chark. That is ballsy Julia. Anyway, Julia, I should say. But, Anthony, okay, so putting the running back position aside for the Indianapolis Colts, we'll, we'll, we'll do that at the end of our Colts segment here. Anything for fantasy with the Indianapolis Colts, not the running back position, that interests you at all? Maybe uh, – Jack Doyle, who I almost called Dallas Clark for the umpteenth time. Listen, Anything th- this to that is a young what? and rebuilding Jacksonville Jaguars defense. Forget about what this defense looked like two years ago, three mm-hmm. years ago. Last year, they started taking it apart. Jalen Ramsey, Yannick, and Dockway, two franchise players, no longer there. Their best player is probably Miles Jack right now, and, and they're rebuilding. You could put it all out there from the Indianapolis Colts. Put them all. Within yeah. reason, within like, don't start Zach Pascal and then come at me. You told me to start him off. No, well, well start and, the you know T.Y. Hilton, Jonathan Taylor, Marlon well, Mack, Philip Rivers, Jack Doyle. Put him out. Breaking there. breaking news. Uh, Brandon Cooks will be active tonight. So there you go. That just came across uh, my desk here. I'm still sitting him. I, I I I would recommend that. Um, I'm just putting it out there that it would i'm still investing in dfs formats i'm still investing in will fuller i know it's chalky but i'm still doing it um yeah i i I think this is more of a decoy thing i still think randall cobb has a presence tonight so but whatever take that information for what you will all right anthony the colts running backs return of the mac marlon mac i love him for dfs by the way in this matchup He's only costing around fifty three hundred. Uh, I love him uh, here, and I think he does well in this game. And there were some reports today suggested that Jonathan Taylor is going to be more of a second half type of. Well, I'm sure you'll see him in the first half of the game. I'm sure they're not going to sit him till the second half. His presence might not be felt in full till the second half of this game, depending on how game situation goes. Of course, Anthony. Now here's the deal, man. Marlon, Ma- this is this is a funny situation because to me, and you can care to disagree if you want. I think Marlon Mack has the better week one over Jonathan Taylor, but based on draft cost, you drafted Jonathan Taylor. If you did, you drafted him to start probably. You probably drafted him in the first three rounds. In that third round was a sweet spot. You didn't draft Marlon Mack to start him. So Anthony. What do you do in that particular situation? This is probably an interesting dynamic that we really didn't get to yet. You can start both running backs. Obviously, if you own them both, don't start them both. I would probably put Marlon Mack out there. But if if you're if you ha- if you're a Marlon Mack owner, you can confidently put him out there in your flex spot. If you're a Jonathan Taylor owner, you could put him out there in your flex spot too. I, I think they both have productive games. I, th- I think they do too. I, I just think Mac has a little bit of a better game in week one, but I still think that the uh, Jonathan Taylor truthers will still be 
having their presence felt in this game. And in PPR, Anthony, when I, when I when, yeah. you know, I, I kind of base off like ten PPR points. Is that is that barometer? Are they going to get? Do they have a double digit PPR point floor? And that's mm-hmm. where I make my determinations from. Good point. Um, sneaky little DFS play before we move on to our second to last game of the day. Uh, Paris Campbell, I believe, is around forty three hundred in DraftKings formats. If you're up against it, if you're looking for a little bargain basement at the wide receiver position, not the worst name in the world to keep an eye on. Just going to put that out there. Next game, Anthony, we went, we're, we were, we're doing a uh, AFC South matchup uh, sandwich because we had NFC North, AFC South. Now we've got NFC North again, Anthony. The Chicago Bears are visiting what you believe is the NFC North champions at the end when it's all said and done we have a question oh from alligator feed 11 interesting name good go on will fuller or hill in ppr i'm gonna assume tyreek hill and alligator feed tyreek hill get him in your lineup all day long i i I cannot sign off don't get Uh, cute tyreek hill's a second round adp playing with pat mahomes in a better matchup at home you're putting tyreek hill out there alligator I would go with Hill, but I would preface it by saying I would not be floored if Fuller has a better game. Now, I, but I, I but I but I would go Hill because I, I agree with Anthony. Don't get too cute with some of this stuff. It's now, it's it's week one, guys. I have a question. I've been having some dialogue from the Colombian on Twitch. That's his name, the Colombian. Uh, you know, and we're talking about his team. He has J.K. Dobbins in his RB two spot, which I'm uh-huh. you know it, it, it is what it is. He also has Tevin Coleman and Darrell Williams on his bench. I would probably go Tevin Coleman against Arizona out of all of them, right? Oh, God. Uh, They're I don't all know, in man. timeshare my situations. Watch, They're all in timeshare situations. Um, sheesh. I think I would go Tevin, but something in the back of my mind is saying Dobbins. Okay. Oh, so... Because I I think that this is going to be interesting from the 49ers' perspective at the running back position. Because, again, Jarek McKinnon is going to have a presence in this offense, um, more so with the passing game, sure. But if most of the hot hand, and if Jarek McKinnon is catching passes, what are we getting out of Tevin Coleman exactly in week one? Right, but, you know, what are we going to get – I, I think Dobbins, he's going to have a role, but this is going to be one of those situations where Baltimore needs to play with the lead. I know that they're playing the Cleveland Browns, yeah. but the Cleveland Browns, Baker Mayfield shows up yeah. against Baltimore. The safe play is probably Tevin, but I would probably, if I'm feeling a little froggy, if I'm feeling a little, if I feel like living life a little dangerous, I might consider Dobbins. Now we have a question on Periscope, Brandon Evans. Uh, Paris Campbell, Akers, Dobbins, or Kirk. I'm going to go Akers here. Yeah. No? No. 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 I think I'd go Paris Campbell. Over. Over. Uh, what? Yeah. Over Cam Akers? I'm not talking about David Akers, from the, the, the former <laughs> kicker from the Eagles. That's going to be a running back by committee for for week one. I mean, you want to touch that in week one against your Dallas Cowboys, against that, what we believe to be an improved defensive line? I think he'll line. give us a floor, a, a floor pass catching, like just like Paris Campbell will, and I think he has a better opportunity to score. I think, I would, I think I'd go Paris Campbell. I honestly do. I honestly do. I think that that game is going to be – 
I think, like, for, for example, I think the Packers and Vikings, I think that game kind of underperforms um, as far as ADP-wise. I think Colts and Jaguars. I'm always going to start the running back over the wide receivers. And, and, and that's fine. That's fine. And, again, like, I'm not going to kill you over it because I'm the one taking the bigger leap by saying Campbell. So I'm not going to say, you're crazy. Get out of here. Make a bet right now. I, you know, but And whatever. we have another question from Alligator, Waller or Higby. We're getting we're uh, Raiders. We're going to be covering next, so just get, hold tight. We'll get to this next. Well, we're covering them in two games. We got we got one more to go, and then yeah, wait, well, yeah, we're on the. And who are they playing? They're playing the they're playing the Panthers. In, Dark in Waller. <laughs> That's probably true. Dark Waller. It's probably true. All right, are we ready to get into our second to last game? Yes. Okay, the Chicago Bears. You at, bet Paris Campbell versus of a, Week One. No, I don't. Okay. I don't know. Because that's that that's the thing. I feel like Campbell's gonna have the better game, but I can't call you nuts for taking acres. I think you're being the more sensible and I'm going on what I believe will happen. My Cowboys in their in their vaunted defense, because that's, that's what I really buying into. All right. Well, apparently you're not. You're still you you're ready to have a running back shoved down their throat, but whatever, just shows your loyalty to your favorite team. Uh the Chicago Bears. I know. I, I understand. We podcast as to not be homers. We take pride in that. I'm just joking with you, Anthony. The Chicago Bears at the Detroit Lions. Detroit is favored by three. The over-under is 42 and a half. David Montgomery, which I think is super interesting. Anthony, you and I both do drafts for folks on Fantasy Football King. Uh, Anthony, you and I have both been wildly busy over the last two days. I think I did seven drafts total in the last two nights for folks. Um, but Montgomery was a guy I sort of swayed to people because I said at the, at the cost, cause he was dropping. He's not dead. He's going to come back. And now he's upgraded to full today. Um, so we'll get to that in a moment. Just two other things I want to discuss. Deandre Swift has a little bit of a hip issue. He remained limited as of today. And Kenny Galladay was the other big storyline, and we'll get to this after we discuss Bears, Anthony, but I just want to put that out there to the universe. Uh, Kenny Galladay did not practice today. Matt Patricia claims that the Lions are just being careful. But, I mean, I trust – I I don't even – I can't even – I I can't even joke and say I trust somebody more than an NFL coach because I don't. I don't trust any NFL coaches. So, um, But, Anthony, let's get back to that top headline. David Montgomery upgraded to full. What do we take from like? How do we assess that? Like, what do we do with that? Are, are, are we are we sitting Montgomery this week, but hoping that he's okay? Because if you drafted him later than he was supposed to be, you're then you went out or what? You're starting David Montgomery uh, unless you have a better option. I like the matchup against my NFC North champion Lions. Um. Yep. He's going to get touches. He's going to get carries. Uh, so the opportunity is going to be there. Yeah. And he's practicing in full. If there was a question about workload, it, it is Thursday and he's back in full. It's not he's back limited. He's good to go. So, yeah, you could put David Montgomery out there. Am I confident in David Montgomery? No. But he's going to get the opportunity. I'm just pointing it out on Periscope, Anthony, on the show graphic. Apparently the Lions are from Jacksonville, just like the Jaguars. So, shout out to my uh, good job graphic there. <laughs> Thank you, thank you very much. Um, 
Tariq Cohen. Are we doing anything with Tariq Cohen in week one or no? I have Cohen starting in my flex spot in almost in a lot of PPR leagues, Mike. PPR leagues, but anything less than PPR? No. Or, okay. No. Yeah, I, um, I wouldn't even draft him in less than PPR. I don't really play in any leagues less than PPR. I know, but there are listeners who do, so we yeah, need to remember if you're them. Standard, you drafted Tariq Cohen. Probably don't listen enough for this podcast. This is also true. And if you're in Sandy, you need to talk to your league mates about changing that thing going into next year. Um, listen, a little more Bears talk here. Um, listen, if you have Alan, Alan Robinson, clearly you're playing him. A guy worth discussing is Anthony Miller. Any thoughts on Anthony Miller? Are you playing him this week? Or is he more so just he may play well, but chances are you probably drafted a well enough team where you don't need to play him. If you're in a bind, I could put Anthony Miller out there. In two yeah. out of uh, four career games, Anthony Miller has given you at least five receptions and 122 yards in two out of four career games, including the last game these two played back in November. So I like Anthony Miller in this matchup. All right. All right. Listen, um, let's – because we're – we're not touching the Bears quarterback situation, right? We're just watching to see what happens. Not for nothing. Right. If you want a DFS play, folks, Mitch Trubisky averages 25.3 fantasy points per game in five career matchups against the Detroit Lions. Uh, 70.1% completion percentage, 1,359 yards, 11 touchdowns, four picks, 18 rushes, 86 yards, and a tut. Hmm. Mitchell Trubisky, uh, I, I'm probably going to have a couple DFS lineups with Mitchell Trubisky. Okay, worth noting. All right, De- Detroit Lions, Detroit Rock City, um, Matthew Stafford, you're starting him. Uh, Kenny Galladay, uh, just wait and see what happens. Doesn't sound great as of right now. Again, they just say they're just be careful, but that's definitely something to monitor. Um, if you have Marvin Jones and this Galladay thing doesn't work out, I would plug in Marvin Jones right away. Um, Anthony, what are your thoughts here on at least the wide receiver position there? Clearly, if you have Stafford, you're starting Stafford, but what says you about this whole Galladay thing? Um, I, I would monitor the situation. I would have a plug-and-play option ready to go. But if Kenny Galladay is up, he's good to go. Okay. And uh, anything with this running back position? I mean, DeAndre Swift remains limited. That's not encouraging. Um, are you going to give Agent Peterson a look? He came off. Uh, to me, I'm not touching any running back here. Um, you know. Adrian Peterson was there for a few days. He was listed as a second running back on the depth chart, which just goes to show you how, how what kind of bull crap goes when in, in, in into a depth chart. But um, any any injury there with Carryon Johnson, AP? I mean, we're worried about Swift. Anything there from running backs? If you have better options, I would fade the Lions' backfield until we get a little bit more clarity. You know, DeAndre Swift, he could play. He's banged up. Adrian Peterson's been there for a minute. They have Carrion Johnson, who's unreliable, and it's a really tough matchup against the Bears. Uh, so I, I would probably fade him. TJ Hawkinson. Any thoughts there? TJ Hawkinson still says he was dealing with the foot injury over the course of the summer. Um, 
But let's not forget, he was a week one darling last year against the Arizona Cardinals and would prove to be a tie ball game out in Arizona. Every tight end in the history of the NFL last season was a darling mm-hmm. against the Arizona Cardinals. This is true. They allowed 16 touchdowns. Only one of two teams to allow double-digit touchdowns. Anthony, do you know the other team? Uh, no, Giant, no. Giants a couple of years ago. I don't know. The Cleveland Browns, which, by the way, the Cleveland Browns also, one more fun fact before we move on to our last game, they have been in the top 10 in most points allowed to the tight end position all the way since 2016. Listen, let's get back to here. Two games last season, TJ Hawkinson against the Chicago Bears, nine receptions, just around 60 yards, no touchdowns. Hmm. Womp womp. Okay. Keep an eye on it, though, depending on where you're at at tight end. Um and again, you can always hit us up on Twitter. We'll help you out. And by the way, Anthony, we are also doing, um, I don't know if I'm able to do the, we'll see about the live stream on Sunday. We will be kicking in a couple live streams on Sundays to answer some of your questions. Uh, but if not that or both, we will be also answering questions on Twitter as always. Right. Absolutely. Mike. All right. And we will talk about that off air at some um, point if we're able to put that together for Sunday. But we have a question that? from Sunil Rosen. Big Ben versus the Giants staffed against the Bears. Mm. I would feel a hell of a lot safer with Big Ben, right? Despite yeah. the road matchup. Yep. Yep. Because that's the thing. Like, road matchup at this point. Like, what are we talking about? We're not talking about crowd noise. The only way I could see um, a road game. Well, a road game could affect somebody, A, if it's like West Coast to East Coast. Or maybe we got to see how this goes here with this COVID world. We got to see what transpires in a, a traveling team. Uh, so I guess it's, I guess for now it's worth noting that they're a visiting team. So, but yeah, I'd still feel comfortable starting uh, Ben Roethlisberger over Matthew Stafford in this particular week. Anthony, the final game: Viva Las Vegas, the Las Vegas Raiders. They are headed to Carolina. Carolina will be on their mind in week one as the Reverend Matt Rule will make his NFL debut as a head coach. Game is in Carolina. Las Vegas is still favored by three. The over-under is 47 and a half. Anthony, we could say what we want about our Miles Sanders and Josh Jacobs debate, but one thing is very clear. Josh Jacobs will have the better week one because of the opponent and because he's not currently dealing with an injury. What else from the Raiders intrigues you? I mean, Henry Ruggs and Brian Edwards, the great Brian Edwards, uh, sounds like, you know, they're going to play. They're going to start. I'm curious to see what kind of action you're expecting from them. And then that Darren Waller question we had. Well, I had said, I, I like Darren Waller in this matchup. It's the Carolina Panthers, young, rebuilding defense. And, and Waller, uh, he's going to eat up those targets. Yeah. I, I agree. I would start. What, are your, what? Yeah. Good. No. Go ahead. I was I was going to ask about the wide receivers, but go, I, go I ahead. Would, I would actually start Derek Carr in this matchup. I would start Josh Jacobs. This is one of those games. I like them all on the on the Oakland Raiders. This defense in Carolina is going to be atrocious. How are we assessing that? Really quick, by the way. You we've heard a lot about Derek Carr. You know, kind of referencing that he's sick of all the talking. He's sick of this. He's sick of that. Wants to go out and prove himself. Have we underestimated Derek Carr? The NFL has underestimated Derek Carr for years because he had that MVP season, got derailed, the injury. He has never been the same. This is, 
you know, he has some weapons around him now. Pretty good offensive line. He has the right head coach. I, I like Derek Carr. Is he a fantasy starter? No. But do you stash him on your bench? Do you keep him on your watch list? Absolutely. Are you starting the wide receivers? Henry Ruggs, Brian Edwards, are you starting them in week one? I'm starting – I'll start Ruggs, a first-round pick. Okay. He has the pedigree. I'll start the guy with the pedigree and let, let, let Braylon Edwards or Brian Edwards prove it. <laughs> <laughs> whether anybody likes it, whatever, whether anybody likes to hear that or not, mm, I'm going like to start the first round pedigree. Why did somebody just add Ex- Ozigbo in my home league? No one pays attention. Anyway, okay. Um, so the Carolina Panthers, then Anthony. What are we, what are our thoughts here? Are you starting that guy, Christian McCaffrey? No, I'm joking. Um, I want to put that out there. This one thing I do, ha- like, well, I was just going to say one thing I think is intriguing. Uh, if 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 you're a DFS guy, Ian Thomas is stunningly cheap, and the Raiders aren't the greatest in the world against tight ends. But I'm sorry, Anthony, go ahead. This is one of those games. Uh, you know, if you want to talk DFS, you can stack this game. This is one of those games. It could potentially be a shootout between both of these offenses. I think uh, both yeah. of these running backs, Christian McCaffrey, Josh Jacobs, can potentially finish. In the top five overall. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't hate that call. And we have a question from Rock on YouTube. As in the Rock Dwayne Johnson? Rock out. Should I sit Melvin Gordon for Gallup or Cohen in PPR with Gordon's matchup against uh, Tennessee? I'm sorry, what was that question again? Sit Gordon Mm -hmm. for Cohen or Gallup in full point PPR. Hmm. I like Gallup this week. I'd put that out there. I, I, I would, would say Gallup. I, 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 it's tough because it's Gordon. It's the running back. But if you're looking uh, for a ceiling play, I think Gallup could potentially go off. Amari Cooper is already dealing with an injury. Um, and, and if they sick, if they shut Cooper down mm-hmm. with Jalen Ramsey, these other cornerbacks uh, for the Rams are are are, are terrible. Yeah, and I, I actually like C.D. Lamb and Michael Gallup this week. So yeah, if you're looking for a ceiling play, start Gallup over Gordon. All right, we are well past an hour, so let's wrap this up. Um, I love D.J. Moore, but obviously, if you draft a D.J. Moore, you're starting him. Um, anything else with the Panthers that you think we need to discuss as somebody who needs a start that you didn't draft as a starter, like a Teddy Bridgewater? You're starting DJ Moore. A, a, you're, a Teddy Br- you're not Caffrey. starting Teddy Bridgewater in a single quarterback league. Is They're there ever going to be a situation this year in which I'm going to get you to say Teddy Bridgewater is starting? Not think? in a single quarterback league, but in a okay. super flex this week, I do like the matchup. I'm going to keep trying. I'm going to try and get I'm you saying to start him in super flex. I, I know that, but I'm going to get you to commit to a single quarterback league. That's my goal. All right. Anthony, anything else to mention before we ride off into the sunset today? Yes. Um, if you are listening right now on Apple Podcasts, please subscribe. Leave us a five-star rating and a five-star review telling everyone why you love the show and why we are the best of what we do here at the FF Faceoff because the more subscriptions, ratings, and reviews that we get, more we, the more people we can help dominate their fantasy football leagues and raise their NFL IQ as a whole. Um, this chat today, once again – 
was cooking with questions and comments. So thank you all for coming out. We will be implementing the call in line very, very soon. Can't wait for that. We will be back tomorrow breaking down the late games on the week one slate. Absolutely cannot wait to do it. Right. And also, again, I'd like to just reiterate, if you do wind up having any questions tomorrow about the games we discussed today, you can still ask those questions. We will still answer them. We're not going to not answer them just because they're not on our show sheet. We'll we'll answer any questions that you have for week one. Because again, we say at the top of the show, we're here to help you win a title in 2020. We're not just saying that for the hell of it. We genuinely mean that. So if you have a question, we will answer it. And again, on our off time, Anthony and I, Anthony and I are always active on Twitter. Um, I'm at the FF Realist. Anthony's at the Real NFL Guru. Listen, guys, it's go time. We're going to win a freaking title. So it's going to happen this year. You're going to end 2020 on a positive note. But, guys, enjoy the night. Eat some crappy food. Unless you're Anthony, you're going to have a stir fry. Do that, too. But enjoy yourself. Remember, you've earned this night. It's been a crappy year. Enjoy yourself. So for now, stay thirsty. Be kind to one another. If you're going to get some beer before the draft, Uh, I mean, before the game, wear a mask and uh, have a good time. And we'll catch you tomorrow. Cheers.